today's podcast, guys, I'm sitting in this very comfortable domain hoodie that I purchased with my own money. And uh, well, it's fantastic. Must be nice someone send you paid for sweatshirts, Dave. I, I paid for it out of my own wallet. Oh, okay. Since we talk about domain all the time, somebody, I'm sure somebody would say, no way. They sent you all that stuff. Right. No, I actually paid for this. So, um, but anyway, thought I'd share that. I do that too. I support the companies that send me things. Right. Good point. So, uh, podcast 61 guys. Um, and, uh, we're going to talk about some planting dates on certain varieties of plants, food plots, because, uh, you know, questions are coming in and we want to get to it. And, uh, announce you know some some stuff that you guys can plant and these are the most common ones that we get because all the talk on the internet right now is food plots people want to plant yeah i i've been seeing so much about uh i live in the midwest and i've seen the weather forecast and we're not going to have any more frost so when should I plant this clover? Right. <laughs> oh boy. It's a little little too early to be discing fields and, and doing all that other stuff right now. You got we're still in the dead of winter here, so we got plenty of time. Here. Huh? Here for sure. Yes. I mean, next week's supposed to be sixty on Wednesday and then the next day it highs twenty four in the snow. Well, I know. Yeah, same way here. Crazy. Yep. So I'm in the 60s next week, but then. But yeah, everybody's then. freaking out. They live in the Midwest. The guy was from Illinois. He said it's been in the 60s every day, and he doesn't think there's any more frost left. Mm-hmm. So how am I going to frost seed this? Did I did I miss frost seeding? He said. Right. Right. Things, and we're not going to. Things have been hectic. He said. We're not going to really talk about frost seeding because we've we've uh we beat that horse. Yeah, we put the nail in that coffin, and I'm tired of talking about so, clover. So much that your throat's hurting. Look, listen to my, you. My throat is hurting, yes. Rough year with uh, sicknesses. But anyway. Um, yeah, I'll see. Let's, uh, let's, let's start get right into one. it. Let's get right yeah. into it. Let's, uh, let's talk about number one. We made a list here. This is the most common. Not in any order, but the typical most common things that people want to know. And uh, we're going to start with buckwheat. And on my channel, I made a gazillion videos about straight buckwheat. And me and Chris planted it uh, at the old farm several times. I remember the first year we planted it, we used uh, a Groundhog Max on the back of, I should say, your four-wheeler now. Because you took the four-wheeler. You stole stole it from me. So uh, we planted it with that. And typically, guys, when you're planting uh, buckwheat, it's about 50 pounds per acre, 60, 50 to 60 pounds. And buckwheat is like super high in moisture. So it can be planted in, you know, drought areas where you don't get a whole bunch of rain. It kind of retains that moisture. It's very good for the soil. And um, it doesn't really necessarily feed deer. I've seen it, you know, where they, they will feed on it a little bit, but typically it, it'll, you'll be able to grow it and establish it to where it gets whatever it is, three, four feet tall. And then you can barrel the, 
work that back into the soil and improve yeah. it. And soil the two, builder. yep, soil builder for sure. Um, the two main reasons that main people plant it or how they plant it would be to turn that back into the soil, green manure as, as green manure into the soil. But then you got the other guys, the other half that use it for the rolling method where, you know, you seed into it and roll it crimp or crimp it. Um, either one works fine, whatever suits you best. Uh, our method is we just like to till that back in if we're planting it. Um, and they now, spray it with glide and ruin it. Yes, spray it with glide and dry, dry it out. <laughs> dry, dry it out and deplete yeah. the moisture that you it, just grew. Yeah, makes <laughs> it like our Rice Krispie treat. Yeah, that's silly. Silly, silly, silly. Uh, but they, hey, yeah. that's my opinion. Yeah, we don't do that. We just uh, no, we either no, we, we mill it first and then disc it back into the soil, and it works extremely well. Um, what do you got to say about buckwheat, Chris? I know you planted that behind your uh, camp there all the time, and I like buckwheat. I like for one, it's great weed suppression. Uh, it's it's also great for uh, bees. Oh man, mm. the bees love it. It mm -hmm. smells good. Uh, the deer are attracted to it somewhat. Um, at least my patch of the woods, they are. You got stung. A bee stung you. I never got stung. But it makes for very nice picturesque it does. plots. You can take, you know, it makes nice for pictures. You can get, you can film butterflies and bees. They love it. But it is a great soil builder. Um I like to mow it a couple of different heights, going with the brush hog and take the tops off and then lower it down and just make mulch of it. And then it, it discs in a little easier that way. Because the first time I just went in and mowed it, just put the mower down and it, it was like three foot stalks and ended up just dragging most of it right off the plot, which was Ooh. not beneficial to me at all, really. So live and learn. It's all trial and error. Uh, I, I go in and cut it a couple of different heights and mulch it all up and then get it disked in. But yeah, I enjoy the heck out of that. Mm -hmm. I will and say it, and it's neat to see it head out and <laughs> actually see the seed heads that you actually planted in the first place. They literally are just seed heads mm -hmm. and you can take them and crumble them and blow off the chaff. And the, there's the seeds that they sell you right yeah. there. 100% right. ready to plant again. You can reproduce your own seeds. You can if you have enough time to, you know, mess with it. Do that. Um, I want to also state with buckwheat is that there's two main issues that that people occur uh, when they plant. Is one is planting it too early. Buckwheat loves heat, likes warm warm soil temperatures. Like I said, it thrives in you know, drought conditions. But you got to wait, guys. You got to wait till after the season. Um, and that's going to be a common not, theme. <laughs> yeah, that's after, a common theme of today's podcast anyway. Yeah. You're going to have to wait till the soil conditions are, right. are warmer. Yeah. I was about to say you got to wait till after the season. What I meant to say is after like the the, the spring, you know, the warm, the cold temperatures, you got to wait till after that. Mm. And everywhere, everywhere has a frost date. So depending on what state you're in county really but if you look it up online and i've stated this many times like in maryland our last frost date is may the 15th so anything that i plant in maryland 
would be after May the 15th. And I always give it, you know, a week or two shot both ways. So I'm not planning till third, fourth week of, of May just to be on the safe side. And out in Pennsylvania, really, you know, where my farm is, is kind of the same way. I'm, I'm leaning toward the end of May. So you don't want to plant buckwheat too early because if it does get any kind of cold, coldness or frost, it will die off. The second mistake with it is uh, people don't realize that it's such a short growing crop, meaning that yeah. the maturity rate of it is very, it's a very short window. I was going to mention that. Like I mentioned about seeing the seed heads, but you don't really want it to head out because if it's, if it heads out uh, and it starts to drop those seeds, you've got a real mess on your hands with overpopulation. Right. Basically. Yep. And, yeah. You uh, want it to grow, but yeah, not wanna, seed out. Yeah. You want to get it before it totally heads out mm -hmm. so that you can turn it back in. Right. You have about a, depending on the soil quality and, and how thick you planted it and all that stuff, you're looking at about 50 days, really. It's very short growing. Um, so you have to time it to where, for instance, you know, you don't plant it till end of June or mid June or, or whatever, but also realize if you do plant it, you know, at the end of May or something, you could let it grow for 40, 50 days, work it back into the soil, plant it again, and then work it back into the soil. Yeah. Our friends to the South can get away with that. You can, I mean, they really some states you can get away with three of them. Yeah. They can get it. They can get a couple of rotations in and uh, mm -hmm. really, really put the organic matter to the dirt. Yeah, definitely. If you can get two plants of buckwheat in one year, I mean, you're, you're winning. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Their CEC and their organic matter is going to go through the roof. Mm -hmm. Well, not through the roof, but it, they're going to help themselves. Oh, for sure. You do that for, you know, in the spring, you plant buckwheat, two rotations of that. And then in the fall, you plant like, you know, a thick stand of like wheat and rye. And then the following year, work that back in with buckwheat again. And then wheat and rye, you do that for a year and a half, two years. You're going to tremendously improve the soil for sure organic matter cec and your know, fertility levels and all that good stuff so um now chris <clears throat> when uh where do you where when you were planting straight buckwheat where were you yeah. getting it uh where did i get that i think i ordered that did chad have it no no he didn't at the time i either got it from Merritt or hancock i can't remember which I can't I can't remember at this point in time because my memory is garbage. Yeah, there's a lot of places you can get it. Uh I can't get it local here. I had always I've always had to order it in. Um mm. but we did buy it from your your farmer buddy that one time. Yeah, that one time. I still have some of that, believe it or not. <clears throat> mm. But I'm afraid to plant it because it's probably full of weed seed. Yeah. I'm looking for I I, I might just uh I might just till up a spot for that this year over over at the mother-in-law's just off to the side somewhere and just plant it mm -hmm. somewhere that i'm not worried about weeds you know off the plot and just use it up just get rid of it you know and uh i've got i probably got a five gallon bucket of that left nice I got a bunch i, got I don't bunch. have any these days i'm uh really the only straight stand of something that I plant will be like clover. Usually anything that I plant now, 
I'm in, I'm into blends, like blending stuff together. Um, but there would be cases where I still do straight buckwheat. It just very, it's very situational. Um, I did it at the old farm just to really improve the soil. And, uh, we mixed in like sunflowers and all that, and we'll get into that, but anybody wanting to plant buckwheat, uh, it's a great choice for, um, something easy to grow. It is easy to grow. Super easy. Doesn't need a bunch of fertility. It's as easy um, as, as winter wheat or winter rye. Very simple. Throw it. I, I think it would grow in the bed of your pickup if you had enough Yeah. dirt in there. Definitely. You know. Just keep keep two things. Keep in mind with it again. Don't plant too early and realize that it's a very short maturity uh, rate um, plant. So you got about a 50, 50 to 60 day window before it matures out and in it's, seeds. It's not real finicky about how deep the seed is either. I mean, you can, get, I, it, you can get it down to one inch probably and it would still probably germinate fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cool crop to grow. Like Christmas, yeah, I like it. The bees, it flowers out, the flowers turn white and it's, uh, it's just cool to look at. Yeah. I like just walking through it when the bees are all on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 a, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Very cool. Which brings us to number two. Yeah, what do you got number number two? Egyptian wheat or Another screening or, or screening of some sort. Yeah, uh, a lot of people ask this time of year. You know, when should I when should I get my screening planted? Because uh, it takes longer to mature, and it, I want it to be ready by archery season. And uh, again, Egyptian wheat and sorghums and hybrids like that just want that warm soil it's very uh sun dependent and uh it's it's very cool stuff but it is an annual so Mm -hmm. you will have to plant it every year and contrary to what some people say every once in a while you will see a deer nibble at the mature seed heads and the birds enjoy the seed heads as well. Mm-hmm. But what I like, obviously, is for screening. Um, but the next year, like after after it's been flattened out by winter time and everything, and you're getting ready for your next spring planting. Man, when you disc up Egyptian wheat, the soil is black. Mm-hmm. Or at least very dark. You can tell that it did something for you, you know. Yes, very. Remember that at the farm, like the dirt was just <clears throat> like clay brown, and we moved over and disked that Egyptian wheat row up, and we was like, "Holy!" It was so black. It was it was amazing. Yep. I would have never guessed. Yeah, I mean, as soon as that stuff decomposes too, like a lot of times you could plant it, and you you know you'll get the thick stalks, but you can mow that, and then help it decompose uh quicker yeah because those those big stalks like that will take time to decompose but if you a lot of times you can mow it but mm-hmm. um but yeah we we use egyptian wheat uh we're using incognito now from domain but um any kind of you know egyptian wheat will work um but it again it loves heat pretty fairly easy to grow it is a little yeah. bit uh susceptible to weeds like if you get some weeds in there yeah um, all they the will weeds. yeah like buck uh egyptian wheat needs a lot of nutrients so if you have weeds in there mixed in it's going to suck a lot of those nutrients away and you might get like thin stalks um you may not grow as tall so it does need a little bit of juice 
Yeah, put, it, the, uh, put the P and the K to it too. Yes, yeah, very. Um, every this is my method of planning. Is I'll I will I if it's a new area or whatever, I will spray it with gly. I'll disc it maybe, <clears throat> and then wait a couple weeks, spray it again, and then disc it, and then I'll should have a fairly you know weed free seabed, and then I'll plant it and I'll add in triple uh, nineteen at planting. And then I'll let it grow for 30 days. I'll hit it with another dose of triple 19. And then later on, maybe 30 days later, I'll hit it with some uh, liquid fertilizer. Um, and that seems to work best. But uh, some guys like to just throw nitrogen at it. And that's a mistake because you need the the phosphorus uh, or potassium to uh, to get those stalk, uh, strong stalks. So triple 19 works best with it. and um, It'll, it'll really help it stand up now here's a question for you do you you say you go in 30 days later do you go in and hold your bag spreader high and go over it or do you just go down the side side dress it what i do is uh i'll walk on one side of it and i'll broadcast it into it yes and then i'll come back around the other way yes. and i'll broadcast it into that's, it that way that's what i do i side dress yeah. it Yep. Yeah. Obviously, you wait till the leaves are dry, yeah. you know, when you're when you're hitting it because you got the nitrogen in there. But um, it really does help. It boost. It helps boost it up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah how how high do you think? <laughs> we took some pictures at the old farm uh, for some of the listeners. Uh, we had pictures. I would guess that some of those were probably eleven feet tall. Yeah, I think the the one year I measured it. Um, I actually measured it, measured it, and it was like it was over 12 feet. Mm. Um, and the thing with that too is you don't necessarily need it that high. No. And I, I will say the taller that it is, the more susceptible it is to breakage, uh, to, to breakage and falling over. Yeah. So a lot of times it may like Egyptian wheat has got about 120 to 8 maturity rate, but if you get those seed heads on there, it makes it top heavy. Yeah. Right. So it's going to make it more susceptible to fall down. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times planting it a little bit later. I was. Yeah. Um, it won't get as tall. Mm-hmm. It won't get the seed heads and it right. won't fall over. You know, when you get because that's the biggest complaint with Egyptian wheat. Right. Oh, my God, it falls over and it, yeah. it will. It, it's it's going to fall over. See, um, I, I go ahead and I wait till about June to plant mine. Yeah. I and, mean, you could do even mid June. You know, I'm mowing clover. And people are like, why is your screening so short? And I'm like, right. well, I just planted it in June. Right. And it it takes a month or two to get like two feet tall even, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit it and give it a boost, it'll jump up a little bit. And, you know, August, September, it's making leaps and bounds. And even if it's only six or seven feet by then, who cares? Mm-hmm. I'm only five five. I can sneak behind seven feet. You know, yep. I I don't need it to be eleven feet tall. Yeah, Here, everybody's here's everybody's like so trigger happy with the cameras. Oh, look yeah. how tall my Egyptian weed is. Well, how tall are you? You know, you only need to sneak behind the stuff. Right. Um. One another thing I want to say too, and this is kind of in general, is that people have a uh like a one track mind 
and it's not just in food plots, but it's in your job, your your whatever it is. People always say, "Oh, well, I thought you had to do it this way." Oh, I thought you were supposed to do it this way, or yeah. or, or you know what I mean. You always get that person. Oh, well, I don't like you need to do it. No, well, there's, there's so many variables with they're like there's there's a million different ways to skin a cat. So well, that's we'll we'll probably get a bunch of comments on this yeah. video how how we're doing it wrong and <clears throat> oh, you shouldn't till the ground you should no till that stuff right <laughs> to each but their like, own man yeah like you go change your oil people make a video on the changing your oil you'll have a thousand people commenting on it and say you're doing it wrong right it's like oh, I thought you were supposed to do it this way look man I, <laughs> the way I plant my food plot is the way I do it the way you do it may be different and I don't really care. You know, because I plant food plots and every year they turn out beautiful. So how how is it wrong? Right. So if somebody else plants it a different way and they have they're having good results, then mm. congratulations. You you it it worked. But yeah. it's the guys that plant and then they have failures and but and it won't accept the reasons on why they're failing. Mm. You know what I mean? So like it's I hate going like a, a job, like a, your job or something. It's, you know, I, I, I thought you were supposed to do it this way, dude, shut up. This is the well, way I do it. And I, it works. I had, I had some comments before on that one time that I, I videoed planting uh boss brew by domain. I put, I put boss brew in, but I waited till like labor day to plant it on purpose. Because mm -hmm. I wanted everything to be fresh, small, tender, you know. So I never did get any, like, trophy pictures of a lush green, you know, landscape. It was all just, like, four to six inches tall, and they hammered the crap out of it. But that's why I did it that way was to attract the deer. Everybody was like, well, that didn't work out too good for you, huh? I'm like, well, yeah, actually it did because it did what I wanted it to do. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, people have one track minds. They were think, thinking I should have had this stuff in in June and it should have been a foot tall. That's not what I wanted. If that's what I wanted, I would have planted it earlier. You yes. Know? Yeah, so. There's all you can like, you know, Mike, Mike stated on the, the podcast we did with him a few months ago or whatever it was. But he said you can manipulate plant maturity dates for sure. And that's what you did is you just planted at a different time yes. because your purpose of it was to have that young for early season attraction. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were to plant that, you know, earlier into the summer, you would have had more mature plants, which would have benefited later into the season. Yeah. So like I said, there's, there's a million different ways to do something. Um, just realize that it, it's there's a lot of things you can manipulate when well, you get something. I also, when I seeded that boss brew so late, I also mixed in, I, I think it was four pounds of clover with it because mm -hmm. I knew I was going to transition from boss brew into clover the next year. So mm -hmm. I was thinking ahead already. And so any voids that I had was up and coming uh, clover. Yeah. So the idea was to transition in the next year to all clover. 
And so I went ahead and put it in with my fall plot, which will get it established and then it'll go dormant. And then in the spring, it'll pop. Mm-hmm. And I was mowing clover by the following, you know, May. So you were mowing clover about every two weeks. <laughs> I mowed a lot of clover this last past year. Mm-hmm. It, boy, I had I had beautiful manicured plots that were photo worthy. And uh, I mean, you don't have to do that. It's just what I'm into, you know. And uh, but you can't. You, you also you cannot mow as late as like September because you'll really take off all your tonnage for deer season. Right. So yeah, yeah I, mowed, I mowed all summer and just made it pretty and and uh, all those seed heads was flying and filling in gaps everywhere and reseeding itself. Man, I it's it still looks okay even at this point in time in February. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you don't want to cut it back too late in the season because it's not going to have time to regrow. Yeah, but I'm getting ready to frost seed. It's coming up. Yep. So. Yeah. Where was we? We went buckwheat, Let, Egyptian wheat, and clover. Well, let's – yeah, we did – we kind of covered clover. Well, we didn't cover clover, but let's skip number three because we we put – we nailed clover so much. Yeah, we did. If everybody don't know how to plant clover by now, shame, shame on you. Shame on you. Uh, let's jump right to number four, which is soybeans. And we also mixed in there – you could do like sunflowers, iron clay, cowpeas. Um, all that kind of falls into that category. Um. You know, soybeans aren't that hard to grow. No, they're not. They're pretty simple, but again, they love heat. Mm-hmm. So the more that you can wait, you know, for that, um, you should. And the same with sunflowers. They all, all these annuals that you're planting in the springtime, they need heat. Clover is slow maturing anyway. It's slow growing, mm-hmm. but obviously the warmer the temperatures get with it, the soil temperatures, the more you're going to grow. Same with soybeans and sunflowers. The problem is um, soybeans, most people can't grow enough because they get wiped out. Hmm. Um, At the old farm, I actually planted three acres of soybeans and I fenced it with a dual perimeter electric fence for about 35 days, took the fence down, and they couldn't keep up with them. So um, if you you tried to. Do you remember the kind of day we had planting them? Yeah. That, That was a horrible day was but boy the soybeans did good oh they look they and, I, and we resorted yeah. let me just fill in the listeners real quick i'll make it fast we showed up the ground was a little too wet anyhow it was it was it wasn't the best conditions but dave's coming from four hours away so we had to make it work mm-hmm. so it was wet mucky conditions and we're out there trying to till this up and the furminator was like all but getting stuck everywhere and Dave was spinning out like crazy in the mud. And then the hitch broke on his four-wheeler that was pulling the Furminator. Mm. And we also had the Furminator. Didn't, didn't we have the soybeans in the Furminator? And we was we, we started trying, to. We started to, right? We, had, that, that's when we it had to bail it out. We had to bail it out. We had the handbag spread three acres. We were just flying around in the rain, just throwing mm-hmm. these things out we ended up even throwing some out literally with, with by hand just taking them in a bucket scooping them out of the ferminator and throwing them well but it worked it, out it, it was it, it actually rained yeah it, it rained was. it was wet and like i said it was one of them situations where i was far i was coming from far away we were we were both there set up had to get it done 
And I just gotta say, there's a million different ways to do something, and it's yeah. not rocket science because after that day, like we literally did it like a a half ass way. Oh, it was and it, it was and it worked. It yeah. turned out beautiful. It was like two cavemen out there trying to I have a video I have a video on YouTube. Um if you type in like soybeans, type in soybeans and then my channel name and it pops right up. But um the I show the like the after of it. Um but they turned out great. Uh you know the other thing too with weeds, you know, soybeans. Anytime you're planting annuals, you gotta have weed weed concerns. Um, some of these you can spray with chemical to control others. You cannot, but, um, soybeans, some of them are roundup ready. So you can let them grow up to a foot or something. And then if you have weeds, you can spray them with glyphosate and they're not going to kill the, kill the beans, but just realize anytime you plant in the spring, you're, you're kind of opening up a can of worms, um, with weeds. And that's just the way that it goes. Um, I would say soybeans are probably one of the biggest fails just because people want to plant them. They're like the ice cream crop in the, in the summer. But if you're, unless you're planting three to four plus acres, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really waste my time unless you want to, you know, fence them off or something, you know, uh, for 30 to 45 days and let the deer eat them. Uh, but ideally you would want those beans to grow <clears throat> in the spring and summer and let them last all the way through into uh, the winter time and have pods because that's going to feed the deer in the uh, winter time. But you need acres and acres of that um, to happen. Agreed. Cool. Special blends. <clears throat> yep. Special blends. What do you got to say about Remember that special huh? blends we, we ordered from Hancock? Yeah. Um, it had like like uh, miniature corn, Milo, millet, and all that stuff in it. The little Tweety birds, I don't know what kind of birds they were. All the little birdies in my area, man, they was all over that stuff. Mm -hmm. They liked it. Yeah. But that was another heat thing, you know. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the stuff, all the stuff seemed, you, you have to be patient. You have to get your soil. Your soil shouldn't be any less than like 50 degrees at the coldest at night. Mm -hmm. and it'll get warmer during the day yeah um, so people are all just like frantic right now man oh we're getting 60 degree days well it's not the air temperature it's the soil temperature that right. you have to pay attention to and you have to have some moisture which everybody does right now i believe too but, much uh, yeah in a lot of places it is too much i mean we're let's be real though we're talking february the end of february like we have yeah, time we're not people. even out of we you know we're not even into spring yet we're not out no. of winter no you know, it's yeah, plenty of time, and it's uh, it's the same topic every year. You know, they people want to rush and plant, and yeah, it's like, dude, take a take even a frost seed. Everybody's on the frost seeding bandwagon right now. I mean, yeah. that's it's a good way to plant. I get it, but there's gonna be some time left. Oh, we got time. I I, I usually don't do it till the last of March, and and you know what? Even if I miss it, if I miss the frost. So I just wait till the next rain's forecasted and I spread the seed and the rain beats it in. It's, uh -huh. it's not a big deal, folks. You can, you can, uh, you can do this. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's all kinds of different blends out there you can mix. And that I'm kind of, that's kind of how I am now is I like planting blends. Um, 
diversity you, is is a winner yeah yeah you just get diversity and a lot of the plants work together and the different the, maturities and the seeds yeah, and yeah. you know keeps them it's coming back better for the soil too where you have you know this thing taken away from the soil this thing putting into it you know what i mean so you have this like give and take effect with the plants and different root structures depths you know and and all this stuff working together and that's kind of where you know i'm at uh with planting things so is the more plants i can add in there uh from a blend i like the better like uh domain has overhaul which is a blend of like uh it's got some clover buckwheat uh some other stuff in there too i can't think of the top of my head but i planted that twice last year yeah twice last year it works great um and it's got a, a radish in there as well i can't remember but um that's basically the overall your soil kind of like buck the buckwheat thing but now you just have more diversity in there uh you have different clover blends where you would have you'd have what different heights different maturities uh, and all that good stuff so like anytime you're planting a clover you never want to plant one species of clover you want something that has like you know three to four you know so all this stuff kind of works together and the more you can you know have a blend the better yeah i learned that the hard way when i first started out i just would go to the co-op and just buy this specific yeah you know, just give me some white clover or give me red clover or give me all psych and I've, I've done that before and if it fails then you got a whole plot that failed mm -hmm. at least if you have four different blends of clover in there or something if one of them doesn't do well at least the other three are still popping right you know so there's a little security there for you mm -hmm. to fall Definitely. back on yep well hopefully uh that answered you know the most common species that people are planting this time uh in the springtime like I said, buckwheat, Egyptian wheat, clover, soybeans, sunflowers, iron clay, cowpeas, and then you got your special variety blends. All this stuff loves heat, guys. So be patient with it. Control your weeds, and um, I think you'll have I think you'll have good results. Yep, I agree. Wait till you get the right soil temperature. Mm -hmm. Don't rush it. We have plenty of time yet. You know, it's only February twenty third at the time of this recording. Plenty and of time. It'll be out early March, but it's still plenty of time. Plenty. Do not panic. Unless you're in our southern border where the guys are done, just put it out before it rains, man. Mm -hmm. A lot of that stuff will be good to go. Definitely. Yep. That was episode 61. 61. And Dave's horse. Dave's horse. And I'm grumpy. You're grumpy. See As always. Later. As always. <laughs> See you. Later.